Hello and welcome back to Forging the Tip of the Spear. I'm your host, Mike. I've never done a video podcast before, but I wanted to take this opportunity and try something new to reach a larger audience and really help people in any way that I really can. One of the reasons why I wanted to do this was I wanted you to actually see who I am and put a face behind the voice. I feel like it creates a little bit more authenticity. It also makes us a little bit closer. Ultimately, my goal with this podcast has always been to help people achieve the best version of themselves possible. And one of the things that I've started to notice and I've started to think about was the world is seeming very uncertain lately. And I think a lot of people are feeling this uncertainty, which is leading to anxiety, um, possibly depression, and just a lot of uncomfortable and ultimately difficult parts of life that a lot of people are going through. And what I want to talk about today is a couple of things that I've been doing on either daily or weekly basis that has really been helping me forge myself into the best version of myself possible. So I'm going to take a little bit of a different format than I normally would in my podcast and that I'm really going to kind of give a few hard truths with regard to at least my perspective on life. The first hard truth is you kind of have to do something physical, if not every day, at least the vast majority of the week, four to five days a week. Now, when I say something physical, I'm not talking about you need to go to the gym, lift weights until your arms are going to fall off or run 20 miles a day because that's the only way you're going to feel. No. When I mean something physical, I mean maybe weight training a couple times a week, going on walks, maybe a bike ride, maybe a couple of different things. But what you need to do is you need to make sure that you're getting your body in motion. We have such a tendency nowadays to sit for long periods of time. I'm guilty of this more than most. Um, One of my tasks in my job is I have to sit and I have to write reports and analyze things and read things. So sometimes I'm sitting for two or three hours at a clip before I'll even get up. Um, And what I have done in order to help with this is I got a standing desk attachment. There was a sale during Black Friday that I actually just put on my desk where I can now stand up. And it allows me the opportunity to not just sit down all day. And I will say one of the surprising benefits of this was that I was actually more productive than I normally am. And I felt better. I didn't really have any pain. I felt like I was at least doing something opposed to just sitting there being kind of a lump. The other thing that it did it is it kind of got me a little bit more motivated to do other things throughout the day that I normally wouldn't do. Uh, case in point, instead of taking a lunch break or something of that nature, I actually went for a 20-minute walk just around the blocks near my house. Um, I really think basically anybody can kind of do this. Just go for a short walk. It could be 5, 10 minutes. You know, if you do three five-minute walks in a day or, or, or three 10-minute walks in a day, you're going to add an extra 1,500, maybe 2,000 steps in your day that you wouldn't normally have. And that in and of itself will start the process of really building yourself into something better. I, I think one of the things that we're starting to see in society a lot, especially for 
I, I actually I don't think it's just exclusively for younger people. I think you're seeing it in older people also. But I think for younger people more so because they haven't had anything different is we have gotten very used to being home and being somewhat sedentary. You know, the pandemic changed a lot of things and whether that's good, bad, indifferent, doesn't, it doesn't matter, unfortunately. What matters is what are we doing for our health? What are we doing for our mental well-being? And what are we doing to make ourselves better? Because ultimately, if we're not moving to become better, then I think we're just stagnating. And I think that's one of the reasons why people are feeling very uncomfortable, almost angsty, is that you feel nothing is being accomplished. It's, it's the old adage of, you know, hitting your head into the wall a million different times, nothing's going to change. You don't want to do that. You want to feel like you're making some progress, even if it's small progress, you still want to feel like you're making progress, because ultimately, that's human nature. So whether it's going to the gym, going to a boot camp class, going to CrossFit, going to um, could be tap dance, it, it could be anything, it doesn't matter, just walking would be more than enough. You know, I, I saw a older man the other day, he was walking, it was about 40 degrees out here in New York, and he was walking, he had super old style headphones, which I think was just picking up the radio. So if you have any idea, I mean, they were kind of chunky headphones. But you know what, I give the man all the credit in the world because he was out there doing it. And when you're out there doing it, and you're making the strides to become better, I I think that you're going to automatically feel better. Even if it doesn't feel good in the moment, realize that it's only temporary. It's only for the amount of time that you're out there. If you, you know, you can only start with five minutes, so start with five minutes. And do five minutes, you know, five times that week, and then add it to six minutes. All you have to do is just make small incremental changes. I mean, there's a million different videos on YouTube about it, but the reality is, I can tell you from my own experience, I've been able to lose over 20 pounds in the last two months solely by making these small little incremental changes. It's not that I made a Herculean effort. I haven't. It's just I made these small changes. I walk a little bit more. I try to hit my 10,000 steps in a day. I try to avoid sugar and processed carbohydrates. You know, and I, and I don't eat as many fatty cuts of meat. You know, I try to keep it to a leaner cut of meat. Or if I am going to have a fattier cut of meat, I really try to increase the vegetables. Or I try to increase the, you know, uh, um, I'm sorry, reduce the portion size. The other thing, uh, you know, another thing that you could do that really I have found a lot of benefit to has been journaling. You know, having a daily practice of journaling. And I think a lot of people have a tendency to get very, very concerned about journaling. Oh, what do I write? What do I do? How do I do this? It, it, it's nothing special. Um, what I would say is you could do a couple of things. You could get a journal that has prompts in it. Some of them do. I'm using, right now I'm using, I think it's called the Calling Man Journal, which has about five or six different questions just asking you certain things and you write them out. I've used the Daily Stoic Journal before which gives just one topic and you kind of write a few lines on it. Or you could just get a regular marble notebook and just start writing about anything. You know, the point is not necessarily what you write, it's to start writing. 
because if you begin with a stream of consciousness, a thought that comes in your head, even if it's so silly as maybe you're thinking about bees or you're thinking about, um, you know, a coin that you saw on the street. If you just start writing, your subconscious is going to come out. It's going to get to something that's really deep in your mind that you're thinking about. And when you get to that point, you're going to see that there are things below the surface that you're not necessarily thinking about at that moment that are important that need to come forward and when they do it's something that you can actually take a step back and say oh maybe this really is bothering me maybe I need to address this or maybe this was a bigger deal than I thought it was or maybe it wasn't a bigger deal than I thought it was maybe I'm overblowing something you know you don't just want to become physically strong you want to become mentally strong third practice I've been doing is just reading a few pages a night of different books right now I'm reading um, put your ass where your heart wants to be by Stephen Pressfield it's one of his newer books it's really good I you know it I like his format because it's only say a page or two per chapter so you can read say three chapters and I four chapters in a night and just lay down and go to bed and let that kind of you know uh, marinate in your mind overnight and I found that when I'm reading, it's giving me exposure to thoughts that I don't normally think about during the day. Um, I think, unfortunately, a lot of adults don't read, you know, and even if your reading is just, say, it's high fantasy or romance or any type of fiction, that's better than not reading at all. You know, I think a lot of adults, unfortunately, don't read. They see reading as a chore. It's something that we did in school and everyone kind of hated but reading exposes you to a world beyond this world in a lot of ways. Um, and I'm not just talking about fiction books. You know, sometimes if you read some of these nonfiction books, for instance, I got a book of letters from John D. Rockefeller to his son. And it's really interesting to not only read from one of the wealthiest men that have ever lived, but to read a father writing to his son on various different topics you know as a, as a father to two sons it's always interesting to see how people who have come before me have done it you know you could read biographies of great people you could read biographies of people that you know are rather obscure in history and maybe haven't gotten the due they've deserved you could read about different topics you could read about really anything you know anything that interests you it's always nice to learn something more or you can choose something that's completely out of left field and see if maybe a new interest would spark you but being curious and giving yourself that opportunity to find out more can do more for you i think in the long run than just watching netflix or just watching something on television don't get me wrong i enjoy watching netflix too but I'm pretty diligent about generally around 8.30 at night. I try to go up 8.30, 8.45, go up and read for at least 10 minutes before I go to bed so that I know I'm getting something different other than just passive enjoyment. And lastly, and this has been, I would say, arguably the biggest change, is I have prioritized sleep in a way that I never, I never thought of before. And let me walk you through what <clears throat> I've been doing that has made a big difference and I think it will make a big difference for you so 
I go to bed pretty early. I'm generally going up between 8.30, 8.45, 9 o'clock at the absolute latest. And I am generally in bed by 9, sometimes 8.40, sometimes even 8.30, depending on how tired I am. I've usually already read, you know, 5, 10 pages of a book. And I lay down and I go to sleep. Now, a couple of things that I do is I don't have any caffeine really after 2 o'clock whatsoever. Um, I'm not eating after 6 p.m. Just because for me, I find that if I eat too late, generally after like 6, it, it just does not let me sleep right. I don't know why that is. Um, I know some people can eat right before bed. They feel great. I'm not one of them. Just who I am, that's fine. And you kind of have to experiment for yourself. And I also put my phone away. I put it very far away from me in the bed. And I don't set an alarm generally. Or if I do, I just set a sunlight alarm. And what I've been finding is I'm generally going to bed between 8.45, say 9, 10 at the absolute latest. I'm actually asleep asleep. And I'm generally waking up between 4.45 and 5.15 every day without an alarm for the most part. And that has been huge. Um, it's been huge for a couple of reasons. One, I'm generally getting up before my sons, which is fantastic because it gives me a few minutes to come down and do my journaling. Um, it also allows me to get ready so that I can go to the gym early in the morning. I generally get to the gym by 6.20, 6.30, so that I'm done by 7.45, and really allows me to start my day. And it just really, it, it's like recharging a battery to full every single night. And really, it allows me to not only be calmer, I've found, but it's made my mind clearer. And I think ultimately, a lot of the issues that we're having is we are a sleep-deprived people lately. I mean, we're, we're constantly on our phones, we're constantly scrolling, and I'm guilty of it just as much as anyone else. I have fallen down the YouTube rabbit hole one too many times, and it's really a habit that I'm actively trying to break. But I found that if I prioritize those four things, generally speaking, not only am I having a good day, I find that I found the day to be somewhat successful. Um, and it kind of trickles down into everything else. It trickles down into my work. It trickles down into my relationship. It trickles down into my mental well-being. You know, prioritizing those things. Um, what I would say is when you know your body's feeling healthy, and we'll, we'll talk about diet in another episode, but when you know your diet, your body's feeling healthy, and you're getting that sleep and you're getting that exercise and you're starting to feel physically strong or stronger, I should say, it has a benefit that you might not necessarily foresee before it happens. And it really does affect your confidence. It affects your mind. It affects the way you see things. You start to realize that a lot of the things that may have been aggravating you in the past, as some of the things that I've spoken about on this uh, podcast, they melt away because you're realizing that maybe they're just not as important and you really need to prioritize the things that are. And what I want to leave you with is this. I um, So recently the game God of War Ragnarok came out. I'm a huge fan. Absolutely love it. I think the game is absolutely incredible. But there's a line in God of War Ragnarok that has been playing over and over in my mind for whatever reason. And the main character, Kratos, is talking about a prophecy where they 
uh, where he's supposed to die. And at one point, another character says to him, you don't seem to fear death, and he doesn't. And he says, death can have me when it's earned me. And I keep coming back to that for a couple of reasons. One, I think it's interesting that he's not afraid of death, but it's only when death has done what it needs to claim him. But really what has struck me is truly inspirational, truly something that has made me want to change a lot of the things that I do is he lives a life that can justify that statement. Meaning he puts the work in, he puts the effort in, he's doing everything he can to make himself the best. At least that's the way I view it. I mean, other people obviously can view it very differently and he has a very long backstory that I'm not gonna get into. The point I'm trying to make here is if you live your life to the fullest, giving everything that you have to make yourself better and to help others around you, then yeah, death can have you when it claims you, when it's earned you. But while you're here, you're going to do everything you can to be the best version of yourself so that you don't fall down and get taken out by something that maybe the strongest version of you could overcome. And that's something to think about. That's why I'm making this forging the tip of the spear. That's why I want to do this. That's why I'm putting my face out there now, because ultimately, you know, this is my basement. This is where I, um, I work from home. But I want to put this out there because I want to become the best version of myself. And the only way that I can do this the best is by putting myself out there to show you who I am and the way that I'm going through this and give you the most honest and accurate way that I'm doing it that's helping me make myself the best that can help you make yourself the best. Because that's the whole point of this. You want to forge yourself into the best version of you possible. Because when you do that, the world will be a better place you'll be happier and people around you will benefit and that's what's most important and that's what it means to forge yourself into the tip of the spear to be at the forefront <clears throat> of things that show you that you can be the best and that you can show others to be the best thank you for joining and if you found this to be useful or you find, know somebody that would benefit from it please share it i would love for this to become bigger i would love to help more people you know, I, I do this as fun. It's a passion project. So um, any way that I can help others is always enjoyable. Thank you.